Good morning. Good morning. This is the day the Lord has made. And I think we'll be able to rejoice a little more this afternoon. Here, some rain is coming. And um, did you see that little bit of rain we had this morning? Had 82 drops. I counted them. <laughs> Channel 2 News announced Storm Watch. <laughs> We're glad to see you this morning, and we can use the rain when it gets here, so let's pray for that. And so now may we join together in worship and in our prayers, in our praise. May God be worshipped and given thanks today. Oh, be ye joyful, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with a song. Gracious God, <clears throat> eternal God, you have led us to curiosity about our creation, ourselves, and all things unknown. Let us never love our sense of wonder about the world you have given us. God of Abraham and Sarah, you lead us to new understandings when we least expect them. Let us never see ourselves as too young, too old, or too wise to learn new lessons from you. God of the prophets, you can call us to speak truth with love to a reluctant world. Give us courage to judge ourselves and wisdom to learn from those who send and teach us. God of the rich, young ruler, you love us, <clears throat> though we shrink from the challenge of discipleship. Teach us to surrender our own wills, that we might seek yours and draw closer to your grace. Everlasting, ever-loving God, teacher, creator, giver of knowledge and freedom, fear and courage, doubt and faith. Grant that we might always use your gifts to build a world where peace, justice, love, and hope reign in wisdom and in truth. Amen. In this wonderful time of the year, as we look to this week of Thanksgiving, and we have this very special uh, Sunday, of Student Sunday, uh, I love the, the Thanksgiving hymns, and we join together in three of my favorites today. So let's stand as we join together in our hymn of celebration number 131, We Gather Together.
I'm going to take an opportunity to share a, a joy first before our melody makers and choirs sing, and that is one of the altar bouquets that is being given today by the melody makers with deep gratitude and loving memory of their former director, Nancy Phillipson. Their Miss Nancy will always be a song in their hearts. And as they bring forth this uh, music today, we remember Nancy and all that she has done for so many years in the life of the children of our church.
Today as youth, we would like to thank the adult workers that work alongside us and help us out through our daily youth meetings. Some of these people are Amy Hammerker, Angela Wells, Stephanie Kruger, Julia Shawbrook, Lisa Ross, and Chris Anonymaker. Without them, our youth group would never be anything. Every time that we need something, um, they are always the first ones to offer and help with us in anything that we need. So we like to thank them for everything that they do for us. Thank you. As we then come to our time of prayer, I would invite you to turn to our prayer hymn number 694, Come Ye Thankful People, Come. Now, gracious God, we lift up our prayers in the name of Jesus Christ as we come to the foot of the throne of your grace, giving thanks, O oh God, indeed, in this week of thanksgiving for the many blessings, many privileges, the many things that we so enjoy, but oftentimes can take for granted. And so it's fitting that this week we take a day as a nation, as a people, as individuals and families, to give thanks for the many things that you have blessed us with. 
And Lord, there are so many things, so many ways that you have touched our lives through those we love, through our families, through our friends, offering to us a blessing that perhaps surpasses anything any other country can know. And so we give you thanks so we do not forget those blessings. And even now, O oh God, I pray as we take some moments to be still, that each one of us might make a moment to lift a prayer of thanksgiving to you for someone that has made a difference, for our families, for those we love, for a situation, for a promise that has been granted, a prayer that has been answered, a blessing that we have enjoyed. And just take a moment, O oh Lord, now to be a congregation gathered together, lifting prayers of thanks to you. Hear now, O oh God, the grateful hearts of your people. How amazing it is, O oh God, in but a few moments that so many prayers of thanks can be lifted to you. And in these thanks, O oh God, we lift up grateful hearts. And a prayer as well that perhaps we know of someone who may be alone this Thanksgiving, may not have family close, someone who is facing illness and can't get out. And so, Lord, we just pray that somehow, some way, perhaps an invitation to join us, to visit, to lift up the thankfulness that we have that we can make someone else's life one of Thanksgiving this coming Thursday. Show us the way, O oh God, and help us to be your hands, your feet, and your love that we can help someone else have a joyful Thanksgiving. And so, O oh Lord, we join together in that thankfulness as we remember the power of the prayer that Jesus Christ has taught us that we might pray even as we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not unto temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Good morning. sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou how great thou then sings my soul my savior god How great thou art, how great thou art, when Christ shall come with shouts of acclamation and take me home. What joy shall fill my heart that I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim my God, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. 
than sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great art, how great Thou art. Listen and receive a reading from the Word of God. May we affirm our faith with joy and a willing spirit as we hear the scripture from Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is God, God's word to God's people. We have all had a time in our life when someone reached out with a nugget of wisdom that we needed right at that moment. Uh, for me, it was uh, from a stranger in a Pasadena bike shop about eight years ago. I was buying a road bike for the first time. And the guy selling it to me told me, uh, when he learned that it was my first road bike, he said, when you're on the road, pretend like you're invisible. Pretend like none of the cars on the road can see you. He said, trust me, it pays off to pay attention. And it was really, really good advice that I did not take because uh, I got hit by two different cars on two different occasions that year, both times not wearing a helmet. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I clearly wasn't thinking. Uh, you can give good advice to people, but you can't guarantee that they're going to take it. Today, I could not tell you uh, the name of the guy who sold me that bike. But I can tell you that I have not forgotten the advice that he gave me, and I've learned to take it. Every time I ride that bike, uh, I thank God for keeping me alive those times, and especially thank him for that man who tried to steer me in the right direction. 
life-changing guidance provides us with a moment to be grateful, to pause and thank God for sending people in our life to paint bike lanes for us when we're not sure where the road should take us. Whether they are longtime trusted mentors or strangers that wander into our life for an instant, we have to stop a minute and give God some praise for blessing us with those people, right? Amen. Amen. In today's passage from Colossians 3, we're told three times to have a thankful heart. Be thankful, Paul says, with gratitude in your hearts. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. Do everything giving thanks to God. Who comes to your mind when you pause to thank God for the people that have crossed your path? Now, all of you know what's coming up on Thursday, the feast of all feasts, Thanksgiving, a time for turkey shopping and turkey stuffing, family visits, whether we like it or not, National League of Football, or college football, if you please. Go Clemson. (laughs) Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Parade. And apparently Christmas, too, because that's what's on the shelves at Target and all the other stores around town. But I digress. Uh, Thanksgiving may be all of those things. But hopefully, as Christians, we we reach out just a little beyond that and seize the opportunity to lift up our hands and give thanks. Jackson, Edder, and I borrowed today's uh, sermon title from Pastor Brian. We titled it, Thanks for the Memories, or Thanks for the Memories. (laughs) Now, hold on, hold on, hold your applause. I know what you're thinking, that's the most angelic voice you've ever heard, but I'm not trying to upstand Jackson here. So I'm not, there's no competition. Um, (laughs) Some of you will recognize the reference, that famous duet by Shirley Ross and Bob Hope in the movie scene where they rekindle their love as they reflect and, and think about all the memories that they've shared together. And so today, we say to our parents, our teachers, our coaches, our pastors, thanks for the memories. And more than that, we also lift our eyes upward and thank God for transforming us. We thank him for graciously calling us, as Paul says in Colossians, his chosen, chosen ones, holy and beloved. And we also thank God for sending people our way who help us to live out that calling. That is something to be thankful for, isn't it? In his great commission, Jesus tells his disciples, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. If you have had someone who has helped disciple you and teach you to follow Jesus and help shine the light before you, then you have a reason to thank God this holiday week. So today, our message is twofold. We must be diligent in thanking God for our mentors, teachers, and guides, and we must become that place of counsel 
for someone else. Uh, with that, I'll hand it over to Jackson. 16 years and two months ago, on September 29th, 2000, and in 15 minutes, uh, sorry, and in 45 minutes from my mom's first labor pain to my first breath, uh, I was born on the floor of my parents' bedroom uh, in our house in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Uh, at the time, 25-year-old patrolman Bri Officer Brian Pullman had been on the force for less than a year. Despite his inexperience and probably his utter terror, he held my frightened mother's hand, encouraged and supported her, uh, and along with the emergency medical technician, delivered me safely into her arms. As a result, my name is Jackson Christopher Brian Lewis in his honor. If you have served or are serving uh, as a police officer, an EMT, uh, or in the armed forces, I want to thank you and all of uh, our armed forces around the world. You put your lives on the line for us and pro to protect and preserve our way of life. You help people like my family when we need you the most. We are so incredibly grateful for you and to all of you from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your service. Now, as you can probably tell, the theme of my speech is gratefulness. In his letter to the Colossians, chapter 3, verses 12 through 17, Paul tells us to be consistent in giving thanks. One application is that we must be grateful to our parents, um, our teachers, our mentors, any of the authority figures who teach us about the message of Christ, helping us grow as Christians and inspiring us to take Christ's lead. We should honor the people who teach us and support us as we grow in faith. And by honoring them, we are showing our thankfulness to Christ. For example, I am fortunate enough to have lived in three continents, North America, Australia, and Europe. In each of these places, wonderful Christian teachers and mentors have educated me and helped me develop a global perspective on the world. Um, I am grateful to and I honor all the chaplains, the religious education teachers, the pastors, the youth group leaders, and Sunday school teachers, the choir directors, and of course, Pastor Gary, Pastor Brian, and John Gentry. However, the most influential people in my life, the people to whom I am most grateful, and the authority figures that show me every day how to live a Christian life are my parents. My parents have instituted a family motto. You have to love the Lord, love your family, and try your best. My parents have raised me to love the Lord and to strive to develop a personal relationship with Christ. My strong family background helped me feel better about moving houses so many times, changing schools, making new friends. I've always had the love and support of my family, and this gave me a sense of self-esteem, security, and stability. Now, no matter where we lived and throughout our travels, our family maintained a Christian household uh, with Jesus Christ at the center. Now, even when I would inevitably argue with Carson, my brother, or disagree with Faith, my sister, or when the rents annoy me for some reason or another, uh, we all love each other and we do our best to succeed in everything we do. Now, as Paul explained, honoring our parents, the people who teach and admonish me, is an act of thanksgiving to God. Therefore, when I follow our family motto, I am giving honor to my parents and demonstrating my gratefulness for God's love. So thank you, Mom and Dad. I also feel lucky that I can do the hat trick, as they say. Uh, that is, I can fulfill all three elements of our family motto at once. Uh, when I do the thing that I love, which is performing, I am happy to perform psalms, hymns, hymns and songs from the Spirit, uh, singing to God with gratitude <coughs> in my heart. I also enjoy honoring my family by being a part of MYF, uh, working with animals, being a class representative at my high school, babysitting and other activities. Most importantly, however, I know that, as Paul writes, 
Whatever I do in word or deed, I do it all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I am grateful for God's presence in my life, and I hope and pray that my songs, my speech, my activities, and everything I do honors him and brings others to him as well. Now this brings me to the most important part of my message. If you are grateful to have Pastor Gary and Brian as your spiritual mentors, if you are thankful to have teachers and parents in your life who helped guide you to Christ, if you are happy about your personal relationship with God, if you want to honor him and show him that you love him, use your gifts and talents to bring others to Christ. Take action. Invite friends to the services. Bake a cake. Sing, dance, knit, donate money. As John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist Church said, do all the good you can by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, in all the times you can, to all the people you can as long as ever you can. Show him that you are grateful for all he has done for you and help others come to him. Thank you. This morning, I have the great opportunity of speaking how God has influenced my life and how we thank him for everything he has done for you and for me. As Colossians chapter 3, verse 17 says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord, Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now, I have a question. What is a mentor? A mentor is someone who teaches or gives advice to a less experienced or often younger person. For example, my mentors are my family, and I thank God that I have the opportunity of having them in my life. But there is a mentor available to all of us, and that mentor is God. Through his scripture and his wonder, we all learn how to walk life with a perspective from God's point of view. He then provides us with mentors such as family and friends who teach us how to become a better person and to do what is best for us. As we give thanks to God for our mentors, we learn that as life goes on, the occasion of being a mentor for someone else crosses our path and challenges us to become the mentor. As for me, I have the opportunity of being the MYF president for our youth here at the church. And I have given so much thanks to God for allowing me to be in this fantastic position. As MYF president, I have taken upon the challenge of leading the youth along with John and have seen, have seen how our youth can make a change in their lives and the, and the lives of their peers spiritually. Throughout the time I have been with the youth, they have shown me how much potential they have and to really spread the word of God. We challenge them to see God's kingdom first above all else and they really do complete that task. Every weekend we have an activity and when we reflect on how the lecture influences our lives, we share our own stories and it's really impactful how to see how God helps us through ups and downs. Now, being their president doesn't only mean that I teach them and they teach others, but being a leader is showing them the right way and as well for myself, learn from them and understand their situation and apply it to my own life. All of the youth have impacted my life, and I am truly grateful of what they have become for me. I know that I can count on them to teach others about the Word of God. In our life, we are called as Christians to do everything with a grateful heart before God, and I especially give thanks to God for allowing me to teach my fellow youth on how to incorporate God in their life and trust in Him and grow spiritually. As time has passed, I have felt that our youth has created a bond that will never be broken, and we have grown so much in our spiritual lives. 
We have learned not to be afraid of speaking the word of our God to our peers and to whoever crosses our path. And we have all started to become mentors ourselves. As Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Thank you. If you're looking for something to be thankful for this week, aren't you thankful for these young people? May God continue to bless them as they bless us and we them. And as we now make our way to this Thanksgiving week, let's stand as we join together in this wonderful hymn of Thanksgiving number 102. Now thank we all our God. Take a moment and reach out and take the hand of someone near you. And as you do, would you give that hand just a, a little squeeze? You know what that means? Alive. You're alive. <laughs> That's right. It means you're in connection and you're in fellowship. And this week, be sure to take lots of hands with family and friends and bring them into the circle and perhaps someone that's going to be alone, that needs a hand to hold, to be brought into the circle 
and to share Thanksgiving with you. We receive now this God's blessing and benediction. And now may God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit bless and keep you and send you forth with a thankful heart to celebrate this Thanksgiving in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Hey, you guys, come on. You guys, come on.